Disclaimer, this podcast may contain strong language, maybe from us, maybe from the music. We'll surprise you. Thanks for listening. One, two, three, go. Secure the bag. Welcome to Secure the Bag, the podcast dedicated to helping you secure your bag. Hip-hop is a major cultural influence that touches on many aspects of life. Through the power of hip-hop and its range of lyrical topics, we break down how to secure your bag. Everything from reaching your optimal health and wellness, achieving professional success, constructing relationship prosperity, and most importantly, acquiring that generational affluence. We don't have all the answers, but we're here to discover them with you as we tackle all the real-life obstacles everyone faces chasing our dreams. No matter what's in yours, we're here to help you secure the bag. Will! What's going on, man? What's up, man? What's up? We Double. have uh, what's this episode eight? Are we? I'm losing. Eight? I'm losing count, man. We're we're getting into it. I think we're at eight. I think this is number eight. But yeah, it's moving. It's been fun, and uh, this momentum's gonna keep going and going. Ooh, well, I we talk a lot about you know different aspects of business. Um, and we're actually going to start to get more into some business cases and talk a little bit about some stocks. Just so, you know, when you're looking at your Acorn accounts, your Robinhood accounts, and your Stash accounts, that you can, you know, kind of keep abreast on what's going on. Absolutely. But an uh, important thing when we're talking about business is talking about, you know, who motivates you to be on your grind and who do you do business with? And a lot of times... It's the same answer for both. Absolutely. And your friends. Absolutely. Those relationships are key. You know, you have your professional relationships, your personal relationships, and a lot of times, over time, those become the same relationships, especially as you start to venture out outside of the corporate workplace structure and out into your own ventures. So it's perfect, perfect connection there, Will, talking about business and friendship. Yeah, man. And... You know, friendships, they're a very tricky thing because some of us, we have friendships just because we've known people for so long. It's kind of like that that sunk cost fallacy where you spend so much time in a friendship that you just have to maintain it. And while there's some validity in having and value in having long-term friendships, you know, sometimes things just, you outgrow people and sometimes people outgrow you as bad as it sounds. Absolutely. As you develop and you grow and you change your relationships and the people that you have them with, those relationships will change. And sometimes that change causes a rift or changes, uh, you know, the direction of the friendship. You go one way, your friend goes another way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like there's some people that are in your life for a temporary time and you appreciate the time that you had with them. You appreciate the lessons you learned, the experiences you had, and then you keep it moving. Then there's other people that no matter what you change, how you change, you guys change together and your relationship and your friendship becomes stronger and stronger as the years go on. So there's not a right way or a wrong way. It's just something that you have to live with. It's part of life. Yeah. And just to start relating this, you know, more closely to business, there are a lot of companies out here that have co-founders and like these founders, they're, they're friends. They were able to leverage their friendship to build a company and really, you know, use each other's strengths. Um, 
I think one good example comes from a company called Qualtrics, who was preparing for their IPO, and they were actually bought by SAP for you know some eight billion dollars or something ridiculous like that. It's a pretty valuable um, friendship, if I say so. Yeah, and in this case, it was a, a father son duo um, that turned into a father and sons duo. Okay. And you know, instead of launching their IPO where you know you and I can invest. You know, they were, they were able to leverage them positioning themselves for an IPO, an initial public offering when a stock is first offered to the public, um, often used for companies to raise money, but also to have a market valuation. Um, Lyft and Uber are two examples of companies that are working towards their IPO right now and also recently Pinterest. But back to Qualtrics, you know, they were preparing for this IPO and, you know, they basically got some money and decided against it. And, you know, that's what investors really look for sometimes for a company to either launch for an IPO or to get bought out where they can get paid out on their investment. All right, so Qualtrics sounds like a really, really successful uh, explanation of when you have a strong relationship that translates into a strong business. Um, People always say to watch out who you do business with. Maybe sometimes you shouldn't do business with a particular friend or family member can you give an example of some time where that did not work out for the people in the company? Yeah, absolutely. And this is a company that's currently um, being traded, and this is Snapchat. So, you know, I don't hear about Snapchat as much as I used to, but they're still one of the players in the tech sphere. And they actually, you know, they, they have co-founders that were friends, and, you know, the story of Snapchat is, you know, they were founded by some friends that wanted to have um, basically messages that self-deleted. Um, and there's two founders, Evan Spiegel and Bobby Murphy. But they weren't the inventors of the disappearing photo concept um, or the ghost logo, according to a lawsuit by the third founder. Now, have you ever heard of like the three founders of Snapchat or have you only heard of the two? I haven't. I've only heard of the two. Tell me about the third. So there was third, and his name was is Reggie Brown, and he allegedly developed the concept of disappearing photos and the little ghost emoji icon that is synonymous with Snapchat. Um, and you know they, it's argued that he was cut out from their twenty five mil billion dollar IPO. Twenty five billion, right? With a B. With a B. Um, and I think if I was cut out of something like that, I would also have something to say. You know, did he this, get any this, money? Um, you know, it's still going through litigation right now to figure out exactly what's happening. But you know, there are texts. There's text evidence of you know some of the co-founders admitting that the idea of Snapchat wasn't his, um, and saying that he should be given credit for you know his ideas of disappearing messages. But, you know, he actually did get a settlement off of this. And I'm sure there's going to be continued, you know, conversation around it. But before their $25 billion IPO, you know, they settled with him for $158 million. Oh, he's probably, he's probably kicking himself. Well, I mean, I think $158 million is a fine concession Considering I don't even have a single million, he has a hundred. <laughs> um, 
He's got 158 of them, but no friends. Or, you know, these well, two I'm friends. I'm sure he has lots probably more friends Probably got a now. lot more friends. 100, probably 158 million friends. So, But, you know, that, that's an example of, like, when friendships can go awry. Like, yeah, there's a absolutely. lot of things that'll be missing, you know. Text messages are really telling in that case about what the situation was as far as who developed what and where credit should go. Mm-hmm. And he did, you know, get paid off for it. And he got paid more than what Zuckerberg paid the Winklevoss twins. Um, yes, yeah, he you, did. If you know the Facebook story, he got paid more than them. So, you know, it's definitely noted to be careful who your friends are. So we're talking pretty heavy on, you know, tech companies, tech stocks, the stories behind some of them. The great thing is that there's ways that we can support our friends using these companies. So LinkedIn, you can support your friends personally, professionally. If you're on LinkedIn and you see a job that you think would be perfect for your friend, send them the referral. If you're in a company that's looking for someone, use LinkedIn to connect the people that matter to you into the company that you care about. You can also do the same thing on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Like Boost your people up. Like There's so much negativity out there on anywhere where you can have... A, a public forum there can be negativity why don't we just you know do the secure the bag thing the right way hashtag win today and we promote each other we boost each other up my wins don't discredit don't discredit will's wins will's wins don't discredit mine if anything it maximizes each other so we can all continue to win together and i mean i i think that's the crux of like how you know a friendship is supposed to last like, if you have someone that's motivating you and you all are, like, headed in similar directions and you're gaining energy from them, that that's a friend you should keep. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the different types of friendships. Which ones should you invest your time and your energy into? When you have a friendship that you shouldn't be investing time and energy into, how do you cut that off? And then, lastly, we're going to cover, is your circle complete? Do you have all the people that you need to have around you, all the people that you should have around you, the different types of friends that you should have to put yourself in a position and your friend circle in a position to be as successful as possible? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're getting into a lot of different things. We're bringing in Aristotle. We're bringing in some challenges for y'all. We're really, really diving deep. Uh, But before we go any further, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about, we're going to introduce you to today's song. Cut You Off by Kendrick Lamar. Will, you got anything to talk about on it? Yeah, man. This is actually one of my favorite Kendrick songs. I know you were ranking um, Kanye songs a, a couple of episodes ago. And, you know, this definitely makes my top five of Kendrick songs. Number one, because this is like early Kendrick, and this is when I started listening to him. Right. Um, but also because, like, Kendrick Lamar, he's a storyteller. And at this point in his career a lot of his stories were, they were relatable in very different ways. Um, and I know one of his songs is uh, No Makeup. I really like that one. But this one, Cut You Off, it was just talking about like what you should look for in a friendship and what energy that you should expect mm-hmm. coming from friends and what's actually around you. And it really opened up my eyes like, what are my conversations like? If I'm looking at my text messages... You know, am I having entertaining conversations with my friends? Am I making, you know, gains in my intelligence talking to my friends? Or are we just gossiping? Um, Absolutely. This, it, it, it really transformed my point of view. Um, 
But you know, without any further ado, you know, we have our first track from Kendrick Lamar. K dot, let's go. Let me stop recording. One, two, three, go. strong storyteller so we're not going to go line by line by line as we normally do and break down lyric by lyric but what we're going to do is just take this whole verse by Kendrick and break it down in its entirety all at once so we'll go ahead and start us off yeah so like I said this is definitely top five like Kendrick from now like I love new Kendrick but it, it's something like listening to music that takes you back to when you heard this you heard the song um, and for me this came out pretty much my first year of graduate school when I was studying engineering. And, you know, I had some close friends, but I also had, you know, some very um, periphery friends, you know, some friends that you only hang out with, you know, if y'all are going out or something like that. And, you know, similar to how Kendrick Lamar was questioning, like, what conversations look like. He says, I'm talking ideas, motivation. It's more than making enemies. And some of my conversations were only, you know, just talking about how they didn't like somebody or, you know, something didn't go their way or they were mad about something or this girl did that. And, you know, I really started to have to reflect and say, you know, is this really what I want to talk about all day? Is this energizing me? And, you know, Kendrick Lamar said it best. He just said, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. Like, if this is what you're talking about, I'm going to cut you off. Because what's the, like, what's the point? Honestly, what's the point of having that in your life, in your energy, in your, in your circle? If, if you're out here, like Kendrick said, trying to learn something new, trying to surround myself by, with people that inspire me, like, if everyone around you is just worried about the people that are around them and talking trash and talking shit on them, that's not making them better. That's not making you better. Like, why not have people around you that you can have an intellectual conversation with? You can have a debate and still be friends. You can, you know, sharpen, iron sharpens iron. So me being my best makes you your best. I want to surround myself with people like that as opposed to someone who's, you know, sitting around and gossiping. Like, what's the point? What are you doing? What are you, how are you getting better in that moment with those friends and... Like your vibe is your tribe, so why not have the strongest tribe that you can, so that you can have the best, you know, the most wins as possible. Yeah, and this kind of ties into what we talked about last week with you know mental health. Mm -hmm. He says he's like this shit is mad depressing. It's bringing me down. Speak on something with some substance that can get us both paid. 
rather than telling me how these <laughs> how these n words are jocking their style, gotta pick and choose when 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 we're gonna use that on the show. I I think at that point it didn't have yeah that much, was def- yeah what didn't have that much, much meaning to it. <laughs> yeah 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 for sure. But I mean that that verse that part of the verse even makes way more sense. Like and you do it relates back. It's crazy how we talk one song and then talk about the topics and it relates back to previous episodes or future episodes. But surrounding yourself with negative people, it doesn't make you strong in your mind. Better people make you better on all types of levels, whether it's physically, like me and Will hitting the gym together, or mentally, me and Will having stimulating conversations, or financially, like me and Will holding each other accountable for the financial goals we set for ourselves. Like That's what you want to have around you. It's just like with, with your social media. You don't want to have just negativity on your social media. If that's what it is, maybe you need to go back and have that cleanse that we talked about before. But if you can make sure you're following positive people, positive profiles, like my Instagram is literally just positivity, positivity, positivity. And it makes a difference because it's what you see every single day. And that's just like your friendships. You're talking to your friends in person, over the phone, text messages, social media. When you're in person, like you might as well have some important conversations with some substance so that you can both or the whole circle can continue to get better because why again why not why would you waste your time and your energy on negativity and i mean so that's not to discredit you know some people i think yeah you gotta bullshit around there's times for that yeah I, i think some friendships are you know as bad as it sounds they're based around just kind of like hating on other people like y'all might share a hater and y'all hate on them together you know, maybe you're you're that Kanye family, and <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a hater, and your dude or your girl's a hater. Y'all gonna have hater kids, like you know. If that's but that shouldn't that shouldn't be your whole time. That should not be <laughs> all your friends, all your friends all the time. So if, you know, if you're just a hating clip. Then you, know, I, <laughs> then you got a problem. <laughs> you got a problem. So that's a perfect transition into where we're going next. You know, we're talking about the different types of friendships. Like there's. Multiple types of friendships. I alluded earlier. We're going to get a little philosophical today. We're going to talk a little Aristotle. You know, we're throwing it back. What is that? What year was Aristotle? You got that fact, Will? I mean, does anybody (laughs) really have that fact of, like, Aristotle? Uh, I mean, I I don't. A a quick, you know, hey, Google. (laughs) Aristotle was born in 384 B.C. Yo, <laughs> that's my tech friend right there. That's my tech friend. So we're throwing it all the way back to 384 BC today 384 and BC. relating it to, you know, early Kendrick. So Aristotle breaks down friendships into three different categories. He has the friendship of utility. He has the friendship of pleasure. So those are, those are two. So friendship of utility and the friendship of pleasure are accidental friendships. Then he has this other friendship that he talks about, which is called the friendships of the good. So we're going to start off with the friendship of utility. So if you have a friend who, you know, you met at work or in school and y'all were friends, you know, with a purpose, utility purpose, where it's transactional and you're in it for a temporary time frame. You know, it's someone that you study with for school or it's someone that you work on a project with for work. You guys are cool, like you talk, you jive, you get along well, but once that project or that school or that work project are done, that friendship usually dissipates. 
When you change jobs, you don't stay in contact with that person. When you graduate from college, you don't stay in contact with that person. You finish that class. Like, that's what the friendship was for, and that was the relationship. That was the basis of the relationship, and there wasn't really a focal point or any grounding uh, ties between the two of you, so the friendship comes to an end. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Again, that's not a bad thing. That's just a type of friendship. Will, have you ever had a friendship like that? I mean, I think everyone has those friendships. I feel like it's impossible not to, not to have a friendship like that that falls in one of these categories. Because, I mean, when when you start at a new job or, you know, you have your cohort for any class, you you gravitate to, like, some people naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, those friendships of utility, they're, they're kind of that... That, that oil that drives the car. It's like you have to replace it every once in a while, but, you know, it gets you through. Wow, that's a, that's a... I'm usually the analogy guy. You just did a nice one right there, so props to you. <laughs> Moving on to friendships of pleasure. These are usually when you're younger. Younger people have more of these friendships of pleasure because young people seek out new adventures, new types of pleasure, you know, new experiences more often than older people. But these connections start based on a mutual enjoyment of an activity or an interest. So, you know, these are the people that in college you go out to parties with or maybe you meet on a vacation. Like this is the perfect explanation of a friendship that you have for a week or two while you're away on a vacation. You know, you're there, you're in a pleasure mindset, like you're there to relax, have fun, have a great time. And then the connection dissipates again. It quickly fades when that particular situation or that interest or activity is over and again like back to the friendship of utility the friendship of pleasure these are both accidental friendships they just happen by chance because that's where you started now both of these types of friendships can bloom and blossom and grow into something more in fact i think most relate most friendships of the good where we're going next start as a friendship of utility or a friendship of pleasure because that's how you meet that's how you become in contact with people. That's how you meet other people. Now, the friendships of the good, these are the ones that are really strong and stand the test of time. These are the ones where you grow, your friend grows, you guys grow together. So these are built on trust, and they're built over time, and they depend on that mutual growth. This sounds because like a relationship. Honestly, honestly, this is where like the best relationships would start. Because you have to grow with each other. Like it's not a one way, it's not one person pulling the other person, although it might be that sometimes. But then another time, fast forward, that other person who was being pulled before is now doing the pulling. Like that is that mutual growth that you have to have to have these strong, lasting friendships of the good, as Aristotle called them. Well, I think Aristotle was definitely ahead of his time. Um, <laughs> but on many things, but also on this. It's also interesting, like how he was able to concisely give you three buckets that I think any friendship that I can think of would fit into one of those buckets. And I can even think of like my longest friendships now with, you know, folks that are out of state, like they're definitely friendships of the good because we both put an effort to maintain them. Exactly. Um, You're not going to maintain those other types of relationships. Yeah, In the same vein, when it came time for something to not be a friendship of utility or a friendship, you know, of pleasure, you know, it, there was a decision whether or not it is a friendship of the good or if it's time to, to cut someone off. And there there have been situations where, like, cutting someone off is the best for you mentally, um, 
you know, it, as bad as it sounds, you have to think of it a little selfishly at this point where you have to look out for yourself. Um, because I know cutting off relationships, any type of relationship that they have, have an effect on both parties. And, you know, you should, you should look, you know, inward to understand, like, what you're doing. Is it for you or is it to hurt someone else? But if it's for you, definitely take the, the initiative, look out for yourself and cut that off. Absolutely. So have you ever had a time where you had a friendship that you thought was possibly going in the direction of being a friendship of utility or even, I'm sorry, a friendship of the good that you thought was, you know, one of those friendships you would have for a long time, a long standing friendship, a forever friendship where you realized you continued to grow or you grew in a certain direction where the other person stopped growing or grew in the opposite direction where you had to cut ties like Kendrick talked about. Have you ever had one of those situations and what would you tell the listeners to do in that situation? Yeah, I've definitely had a situation like that before. Um, I don't, don't name names. Don't name names. We don't want to lose any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I highly doubt that they're listening. If they are, what's up? No bad blood. But, um, you know, I, I had a best friend. We were best friends since... You know, I, we were 13. It's um, a long time. Yeah, it is a really long time. And it lasted until, man, I, I guess about 25. So, you know, 12 years. That's tough. That's like, at that point, it was about half your life. Yeah, and it definitely started out as like a friendship of utility. And then, you know, it it fell off after that. But, you know, as we reconnected, it was you know, over shared interests. You know, we, we were both like, you know, looking into colleges, we were looking into, you know, pursuing our dreams, you know, all the, the grand thoughts that you have when you're you're in high school and you're looking to figure out what you want to do with your life. And I think we were both like mutually motivating each other. But throughout the years of college, you know, it just takes you in so many different directions that while we were putting effort for it to be a friendship of the good, mm-hmm. it was impossible not to tell that there were some key points where we were just growing apart from our interests, from our desires, and what really motivated us. And, you know, this this was another, you know, it's complicated because it was a mixed gender friendship. So I was best friends. I'm mm-hmm. a man. This was a woman. I'm a and, man. Yeah, having having friendships like that, there's a whole different. There's layer an added layer. There's a whole added layer. You're right. And definitely, you know, to have a friendship of the good, it's twelve years, and you know, you all are starting to have more and more different priorities, and you know, in this case, her priority was, you know, being in a relationship, and the people who she was in a relationship with didn't want her. Like pretty much being friends with me. Okay. And you know, there's probably tons of reasons why they felt uncomfortable with it. Um, you know, I might not know all of them, but there's always reasons. But you know, it came time that it had to be a decision to cut it off. Like yeah, at what point were we? That's not very tough. Looking for the same things. Yeah, I mean that's it takes a lot of awareness to be able to do it. 
Um, it'd be great if you didn't have to, but there's ex- there's external situations, there's ex- extenuating circumstances where it is best. Like it was probably best for both of you at the time to just cut the ties. But I don't think that means that you just because you cut those ties. I don't think that the 12, 13 years that you guys had being really really good friends. I don't think that goes away. Like you still you grew together. Like you grew on your own, and that benefits you going forward. So when you run into other situations, like there's probably lessons that you learned from that person. There's memories that you have. There's experiences that you had that are still super beneficial to you today, even after that friendship has served its purpose. So cutting someone off done the right way does not have to necessarily be a bad thing, especially if you come out better for it. Yeah, you know? don't have it cost you $158 million. Don't, definitely don't do that. Do not allow it to do that. So, you know, when you have one friend, you start to, you know, have other friends together. You usually have a a group of friends or you could have someone who's like an affiliate of that group of friends get a little bit closer. You could have two separate friend circles come together. So now we're going to dive into whether or not your circle listener is complete. So, you know, diving in. I actually saw this Instagram post from a friend of mine who basically what it has is five different type of people you should and could have in your life. And they're all very positive people in their own different ways. So you've got the inspired friend. So this person is just like, they're doing their thing. They know what they want to do. They, they are the driving force for everyone to reach their goals. Then you've got the motivated friend, which is very, very similar. But this person's a little bit... Uh, a little bit more interested in motivating everyone else. Like that inspired friend is like, I know what I want. I see it over there. I'm going to freaking get it. This motivated friend is like, all right, friend group, let's go. Let's all move. Let's all continue to win together. Then you go to the open-minded friend. That one's pretty self-explanatory. This one's, this one's the one who's similar to your connector. Like they're the one who's bringing you guys to different experiences, uh, introducing you to new people. Then you've got the passionate one. This one is just always hype. You know, they're passionate about everything that they do. They follow their passion. They chase it, whatever it is. And you all feed off that energy. And then you've got the grateful friend. So you've got that one friend who's just usually a little bit quieter, you know, more in the in the background sometimes, but is so grateful and makes everyone in that circle grateful for the experiences and the times that you guys do have. Because those other four can move so fast that they don't have time to sit back, step back, and reflect on how grateful they should be. So that's where that grateful friend comes in. So today we want you all to take some time and think about, we're going to actually post this on our Instagram page. Um, so you can go ahead, copy it and then tag your friends that fit this. So we're going to have it on our stories, our individual stories at Jordan underscore Swilbert. And then at will taught you, we're also going to have it on the secure the bag podcast page. So take some time, visit our pages, Find out or tell your friends which one they are. The inspired, the motivated, the mind, the open-minded, the passionate, and the grateful. Tag your friends, have them tag you, and spread this out, spread this around. And if you're missing somebody in your group, you know, it, it might be time to start putting out some, some friendship applications, start to build out your circle a little more. Maybe you get a, uh, a probationary member full status. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One of the affiliates coming into the circle, you know, like the, and these things really do make sense. Like, you want to have these different 
characteristics because very rarely will you have someone, one friend who can fill all these buckets. You might have someone who can, you know, fill in for a little bit in all these buckets, but not someone who's going to always constantly be able to check every box on this list. And these are very positive attributes to have, and you should want to have those people around you. Like, back to what Kendrick said, like, I want to have relationships that make me better, not people who didn't get the memo and are just sitting around talking shit. These are the people that are going to help you get shit done. All right, so we want you to take some time and tighten up your circle. And for those of you who have your circle already, still go ahead, take this post, share it, tag your people. But we also want to know who's in you. We want you to know who's in your circle. Let them know. So we want you to tell them that you guys want to hold each other accountable so that you can hashtag win today and have in a good oh shit year. All right. So determine a time when everyone in your circle can communicate their goals and share them together and then write that shit down. Be specific. Give, uh, quantify it. Make timelines. And... This is going to be tough. Like you're going to be vulnerable, but this is your circle. Like you should feel comfortable being vulnerable with these people. So take some time, get your people together and cover those things, what you want to accomplish, how you guys are going to hold each other accountable so that you can have that good oh shit year. You got anything on that, Will? You know, I I think you said it great. Um and I really just want to bring it back to like the opportunities that, you know, solid friendships give you. And I know we used Qualtrics as an example earlier in the episode, and we used Snapchat as another example. But I want to show you that, you know, it's just not one-off that, you know, these accidental friendships or, you know, these these friendships of utility or friendships of the good or friendship for pleasure, what they can actually turn into. So Airbnb is another company founded by friends, three friends. Uh, Nathan, Brian, and Joe. You know, I don't want to butcher anybody's last name, so I won't <laughs> won't get into it there. But everyone knows Airbnb, you know, the, the short-term rental platform that's really been blowing up and also has a lot of interesting legislation going for and against it across the country. Um, you know, a lot of people are taking advantage of the opportunity to rent out homes in different spaces in different places and be absentee owners. Uh, but it's really driving the property value up in some areas where some of the local longer term residents either won't be able to purchase homes in the area or, you know, whatever their property taxes may be, it may be raised beyond the point where they can afford them. They're forced to move. So there's always ups and downs to some of these companies. Um, Warby Parker, I don't wear glasses. Jordan, do you wear glasses? I got 2020 vision. Yeah, 2020. So, no. We, we both have 2020 vision. But oh, Warby Parker, created by friends? Four friends Neil, wow. Dave, Andrew, and Jeffrey. Like these, there's so many different companies that you can look at, and, you know, friends just sitting around, making each other better, having intelligent conversations, and it turns out into these amazing, amazing companies. Now, your friendship isn't a failure if you don't have one of those, but that's what we're saying. We're saying that if you have these conversations, you have people around you who have the drive, who want to have conversations, have different ideas, different experiences, and bring them all together, it's amazing what can come out of that. 
out of a real positive, strong friendship. You you know who one of my favorite co-founders are, and they're also good friends of mine on, you know, some of the harder days. Who's that? Ben and Jerry. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. What's your favorite Ben and Jerry flavor, kid? Well, you know, I, I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I really go for their sherbets, but, you know, if, if I'm feeling adventurous, I'm definitely going with the cake batter. Like, I love cake batter, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, there's there's countless, countless out there. Do you have any more you want to touch on? Um, I think those are like the ones that are top of mind for me that I thought that would be important to share. It's like some stuff that we use or know of every day. I know Warby Parker is certainly popular amongst our our glasses wearing um, <laughs> cohort of demographic. I I think all of my friends have used Airbnb. And if you haven't had Ben and Jerry's, then you then know, you are missing out. Yeah, I suggest you go out and you figure out what you've been missing. <laughs> um, but those are all things that are brought to you by friendships. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's just there's so much potential if you have your, have the right people around you. It just helps you reach your full potential. Like I said before, iron sharpens iron. Like there's just there's no reason to be surrounding yourself by people who don't want to be better. Because then you will eventually, no matter how strong your will is, that eventually will break you down and will make you not have the will that you once had. So take those challenges we put out today, post it on social media, and then also do the things that you have to do behind the scenes to make sure your friendships are growing and getting stronger and everyone's accountable, everyone's growing, everyone's winning. Because there's no freaking reason not to. I'm trying not to swear tonight, Will. How am I doing? I, I think we're both doing a good job. You know, I, I get uh, both points. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Setting goals as friends. <laughs> do something. Do something better. Now, you got anything else for the people? Well, nothing for the people right now, but I have something for you. Oh, what's that? How'd you get better? How did I get better today? Yeah. You know what? I'm not going with today. I'm going with, uh, you know, recently. So... As a lot of people know, I just switched jobs, so had to figure out what I was going to do with my old 401k, figure out what I'm doing with my new 401k, and my win today is that I am paying the hell out of myself first. Like I am really buying into the idea of taking care of me, paying myself first, which doesn't mean treating myself. It actually kind of works in the complete opposite. <laughs> I'm taking money from pre-tax before I get any of it in my pocket, and I know where every dollar is going right now, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of tough, but it's going to be worth it in the long run. So my win today is that I decided to pay myself heavily first. What about you, homie? Ooh, man. Uh, my win today, it's really, you know, learning patience. Um one thing that I was taught when I was young is that if you ever want something, you, you have to pray for it. Okay. Um, but what I learned when I was older is that God has a sense of humor. And <laughs> what you pray for, he will give you, but not necessarily in the way that you ask for it. Um, and I was told that if you ask for wisdom, it'll always be granted. But the ways in which you get your wisdom can be less entertaining to you than it would be for the big man upstairs. But 
you know, I recognized that I had been praying for patience, you know, for the past six months because it's something I wanted to work on. And I've increasingly been put in situations that test said patience. Um, so, you know, I, I think I got better today from recognizing like where these challenges are coming from and how it can actually, you know, help me grow. That's deep. I like that. I like that. And that's even better because that's a win today that has been growing and developing over time. Like you said, this has been six months. You've been working on this, praying for this. So I respect that a lot because every win today you know it builds it grows a little bit every day and this is one that is the perfect example of that so congrats to you um i'm gonna give my special shout out mine is going to jordan peele and the entire cast of the movie us i saw it twice this weekend if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it whether you like scary movies or not this movie transcends the genre transcends all genres jordan peele is one of the most talented people in Hollywood right now, bringing diversity, bringing talent, bringing great people together to make great movies. So if you haven't seen us, go see it right now. Finish the podcast, get in your car, go see us. It's amazing. Is, is Lupita Bay? Lupita is absolutely Bay for everyone. She is like, Bay. She, she definitely meets criteria. Like She, she but, can make any, everybody's circle. Scary Lupita in the movie. I'm not gonna lie, she's also Bay. So <laughs> go enjoy the movie. Have a great time. Yeah, if you're into that, you really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you know we we got some for our listeners too. You know, if you liked it, hated it, plan to listen again, or vow to do anything in your power to never hear our voices again, let us know by leaving a comment wherever you get your podcast. Or send us an email at secureyourbagpodcast at gmail.com. We love and don't forget, hey, 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 don't forget they can also get us at STB Podcast on Instagram. STB Podcast on Instagram, where we're going to be having some of our most high touch point conversations. If you want to tag your friends in on the posts that we're going to have up, uh, to say what type of friend you have in your group, make sure you hop to the podcast, uh, Instagram, and start to you know interact with us. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear more of. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear from anyone that sits and listens to us. All right. Good episode. Friend, I appreciate your friendship. Listeners, I appreciate y'all's friendships. Uh, Will, what do we want to close it out on today? You know... We do a lot of talk. We did a lot of talking today about friendships. And when I was first thinking about it, I was like, hey, maybe we should do Best Friend by, you know, 50 Cent. But I was like, that really doesn't fit with the song <laughs> at all. Nothing Outside but the title head. fits to that. <laughs> yeah, nothing but the title fits to the song. Um, <laughs> We're not doing Best Friend executive decision made no <laughs> so what else you got <laughs> so you know once i decided that best friend wasn't going to be on the list i was like well what's something that's going to tell the message of like who's in your circle and who's not and it's when i found out it was the perfect opportunity to lean on the strengths of my circle and defer to you jordan <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yo, yo. I was 1,000% not ready for that. But, you know, we're going to go with uh, Summer Friends by Chance the Rapper featuring Jeremiah. <laughs> See how we pick each other up? Here it is. <laughs> Summer Friends, Chance the Rapper, Jeremiah. Take care, y'all. First day, niggas shooting. Summer school get to losing students, but the CPD get new recruitment. I summer don't, I summer, I summer don't get no shine no more. I summer die, I summer time, don't got no time no more. Summer friends don't stay. Summer friends just stay. Hey, stay around. Summer friends, summer friends. Summer friends don't stay. Some friends don't stay, hey, stay around, yeah. Ooh, I used to kill them with the lawn, yeah. Mama has salon doing perms out the armchair. Yeah, we're working late, he treat the girl like it's a timeshare. I would mow some lawns for my ones like a launcher. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm the same way, overtime, all the time, every night, eh. Ready my blessing, I'm ready, I'll wait. Never let a friendship get in my way, never let a block get in my way. Make the whole song do whatever I say. 79, 79, 79, babe. 79, 79, 79, babe. Some of my homegirls got lost in the paperwork. They was good friends, but I make the flirt. Cause if it ain't working, make it work. It's been a minute since I caught on a friend. Fucked up and fucked all my friends.
Even when the chain never changed up 